0: Hi roomies, Abby here with a brief forewarning. We experienced a few recording challenges which you might pick up in the audio. However, we are actively working against this so it's not repeated in subsequent recordings. We hope you enjoy this episode.
1: I don't know which party my wife belongs to, but uh, she belongs to my kitchen and my living room. In the other
0: room. Hi guys, hello and welcome back to another episode of The Other Room. Today with me, Abby and Kez and Ginger. Hi guys, how are you Hi. doing? Hi,
2: good, good, good. Good, good, good. How's your past couple of weeks been? Been busy, but hmm. it's okay. <laughs> and I'm fully vaccinated now, so... Yay. you know okay if you need to
0: plug your business here because why has it been busy you're looking forward to father's day right
2: oh no it's not even b- business it's work we had like a mm. virtual conference so yeah oh yeah but when we get the father's day thing sorted out okay. we haven't finalized yet the packages but yeah this this time we didn't we'll be advertise giving... for mother's day for you <laughs> yes that's true, true. this time we'll be Munch giving more things <laughs> and more handkerchiefs. <laughs> The more colorful, the, the better.
0: <laughs> and Jinja, what's been up with me for the past couple of weeks? I mean, I've just been working
1: and going through life. Like, I've been going through it. So I'm just taking it day.
0: You know, Aww. day by day. Sorry. With a move and everything. Yeah. I told you guys. But yeah. 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 Okay so we are going to use that as a uh, reason for not coming out to the playlist you guys if you are listening last episode you'd have you'd have heard towards the end that we discussed <laughs> making an I'm a piano playlist, <laughs> but that didn't materialize. Yeah. <laughs> um we'll make it up to you guys. i had four people texting me asking me for that playlist. Oh so, really? I
1: heard some guys like are you guys
2: Wow. Listen,
1: four is a small number, but I know that if I
0: make a playlist, four people are listening, so I'm okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll um, take
0: it. At least you have four people. I don't know anyone who really listens to us, so. But nah, nah, nah. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Today's icebreaker is going to be a bit of a fun one. I'm so excited because today's icebreaker is going to be a complete the lyrics kind of thing. Um. <laughs> And I went to go back and I went to dig deep and I went to find an old school song that we would all love, hopefully. Okay. I don't know if <laughs> if the Gen Z will so catch on. <laughs> but <laughs> let's go. Okay. We're going to start with Kes. Kiss, you listen mm-hmm. to this song mm-hmm. to the first bit and then you I'll stop somewhere and then you have to complete the lyrics. You have to <laughs> say what comes next okay okay let's go I know I love you, here, but let's go are you ready yes <laughs> I know okay. the song,
2: I don't know how to complete it. <laughs>
0: Tracy, do you at least know the song too? Then we give you both half a point. Do you know the song? If you don't know the lyrics? I don't know the lyrics, but like, I, I know what song it is.
2: Yeah, I forget her name. Okay, um... extra point. Do you know who sang it? Yes, Ginger. Can you imagine this name is escaping me? Nana. Yes. Nana it's not miss bell it's um Ghana music industry a, a in the mud she's it's killing me <laughs> i
0: forget her name if i had played like some 80s disco song or something you guys would have figured it out by now this is abriwa Now, my goodness Nana, i can yes. you know, I,
2: right? I know it's like older version of miss bell but i i miss miss mm-hmm. bell yeah but i couldn't remember her name Abrewanana. yes okay
0: the second song and then we move on Mm-hmm. Yeah, one, yeah, your d, d. d. <laughs> one, your call, e- one, your e- d eh. She got one
1: word she in. finished the rage or something. Oh, no, 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 we no, 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 yeah, thank you
0: yes. <laughs> okay so the rest of the line goes when you are calm when you keep the race not the pace check ah, me out but don't be silly <laughs> that is a fucking thing for life <laughs> <laughs> okay okay guys that was fun thanks for playing along with yes, me yes thank you for taking
2: hopefully us back hopefully the audience
0: <laughs> did a much better job than we did <laughs> but moving on to the next session which is what's popping, what's been going on recently. You may or may not have heard during the Ramadan period about the students at Gehe not being allowed to fast because apparently it's against their rules. Although it's a public institution, not a Methodist institution, the Methodist church also came along with their rebuttal to GES saying, hey you guys, we are this and that and that, so no Muslim students should be allowed to practice any of your rituals that was one of the issues that happened the last couple of weeks i believe a few weeks ago yeah um and then after that we've had the Eid celebrations and all of that but basically for what's popping i guess this topic item is looking at the disregard of rules by religious institutions and also educational institutions just in general because we've had the motown and then now the gay with the islamophobia kind of thing going on so mm-hmm. what do you guys have to say regarding
2: the mm-hmm. official, <laughs>
0: non-official head of state, aka the Methodist Church.
2: <laughs> you know, I went to that school, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm looking at I you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know what I know what's going on. So even though it's a government school, I feel like the government can't really handle all of these like public schools. So when anyone kind of takes it up, they are more than happy to kind of let them just, you know take up the lead and stuff like that. So it's still recognized as a public school, but like the Methodist church kind of runs it and the old students, old girls also kind of like running, they really have a big say in everything that happens. Cause even I think we have like people always supplement like for food and for extra, learning for the um, extra money for the teachers and stuff like that so there's always stuff going on and that's why i think they can have a say and i mean even though gss whatever they just wouldn't agree to it but yeah um it's not right but as i was in that school for me it was a very normal thing i didn't see anything wrong with it until i came out and i realized that it's not the same in other schools (laughs) and i realized that we we literally were in prison i swear like we were like brainwashed and stuff like that but anyways yeah it's not right i feel like they should be allowed to fast if they want to just maybe make sure that they can eat beforehand even though but then i guess <laughs> yeah yeah it's difficult it's difficult but yeah i feel like they should be able to bend the rules a little bit to accommodate other people
0: yeah it's not really like even bending the rope as well. like rules are not supposed to be hard and fast like that throughout because yeah they- you attended that school. I'm assuming this has been the case since forever, then, and it was mm-hmm. the same for you, right? Mm-hmm. And we are in 2021. At so what point does it change?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like, that's you have to change. modify yeah. and
0: accommodate other people. Ginger, do you have anything to add? What exactly is happening? Did, they are not allowing them
2: to to fast. fast? Yeah, or like they can... basically practice anything. You you they don't allow um, Muslims to practice their religion at all so as, as soon as to answer the school year question everyone is a method it's more or less <laughs> yeah that's the thing
1: like i agree with Abby because these rules these schools have had these type of rules for a very long time i mean my sister went to St. Joseph's, and she also used to tell me about how like they were all forced to like basically become catholics and these schools have a history yeah. of doing that and um, I mean Abdul is right. The world is evolving, the world is changing. By now, those rules should have been changed or should have been updated. Like because in my school, I went to Ghana National College. We were more kinder if I should say to Muslims, because they were allowed to fast. They were given their food very early in the morning, and they were even given like mm-hmm. types of like food that can like hold them. And then in the yeah. evening, so they had a separate dining time, they were allowed to fast. And I remember in National, when the Muslims are fasting, they don't work. So I remember that if you had a pilot, hey, I remember there was a certain semester that I was sweeping outside and two or three, two of them were Muslim too. So they were not allowed oh, to, gosh. I <laughs> to keep doing that over and over and over again. So I mean, yeah, high <laughs> schools should definitely take a pledge from like schools like National and treat them better because it doesn't change anything. Like, when the students are fasting, it literally doesn't change anything. They go to class, yeah. they go rules like it doesn't change anything and even national i will commend them for going further for not allowing them to work because you know the person is not eating the, the whole the whole How and they work yeah so yeah in my school, yeah, school their students um the muslims were allowed to fast but i don't know if they are allowed to do the other stuff like i don't know if on a regular day they were allowed to like pray and stuff like that i don't remember hmm. but i do think that like i mean and, and on the radio i listen to um the they interviewed some Muslims and some Christians, and the Muslims were making a very good point that we have lived in harmony for a long time. That it doesn't mean that Muslims do not experience Islamophobia. Like when you try and talk about yes. people act like ah, Bagana speak peaceful, ah, Bagana they know because they are oppressing their own way in tiny ways. And I'm glad yeah. that these things are happening because it opens the conversation for us to accommodate them more because Ghana is not for Christians. I mean, come on, Ghana is for everyone. So yeah. I, I really think that those rules should be changed. And, like,
0: generally, like, we should make space for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, you're right. And it's even more appalling to me that is, this is happening in schools. Like, children are under your care. Yeah, Ch- Their welfare should be paramount. Why are you giving them all of these stressful, like... Come on, yeah. They
1: can do better <laughs> because do better, if one school is doing it, every school can do it.
2: Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I know there are a lot of schools that actually do that. And yeah. I mean, yeah. and even if it's a mission school or whatever, they can have them have like a club, so a Muslim club or something, so they can mm-hmm. still hang out and you know do their own things, allow them to fast, and because I mean, it's not like you are going to change, try and convert people as they are there. Yeah, still we're still going according to the rules of do this we still go to the chapel we still do whatever can we still get our time to maybe um when our free days on Sundays or something like that when everyone else is free we choose to like you know hang out as Muslim students and talk about our own you know experiences and stuff like that but
0: yes I want to say that this conversion thing you know the students who usually do as Christians oh yes I went to Laboni listen yeah it was like abuse <laughs> harassment yes. everyone if, if you, are you are not christian they will target you they will pray for you are done yes. they will they will embarrass you yes. teachers students everyone would do
2: yes. it it was so bad because like even us who are like christians are not creepy like you are seen as some devil i'm like i can't be sitting there me walking around speaking in tongues and be doing hey baba hey baba like that no everybody's different you know <laughs> but like yeah they really, they really do see you like a devil <laughs> like Sunday, you don't go for fellowship yeah a devil like oh my god
0: it's oh it's oh, horrible boy. and the chaplains i think schools need to get chaplains who understand that students are not going to all be from the same religious backgrounds Yes. and being a chaplain you're supposed to guide others in their faith you're not supposed to impose your preferred faith on other students like administration chat, all of them they need to come sit together and get their minds like come on you guys if you're thinking of human beings here why are we doing this right? this is wrong Like, it has to change you yeah. have to be a bit flexible but unfortunately but you know, yeah, yeah.
1: the reason why like, the reason why conversations like this are quickly shut down is because stuff like this here right now we are talking about we allow Muslims to fast, but you know things like this kind of it opens up a whole like it opens up a conversation because if we come out and say that okay, sure we want them to fast, then they can ask for more like which
0: I am, but I'm um, yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. Me, my is not even just to fast. I'm
1: just I'm saying that they will ask for more they will ask for like time to pray freedom to be able to express their ability. they deserve it me i'm saying that me i'm all for
2: that but yeah these
1: schools these schools these mm-hmm. strongly methodist these strongly catholic schools do they I don't are they ready to allow students to practice their own religion because you know things like this Yeah, you might be in a, me I've, i was in my school i had i think I knew one atheist. i also knew one like hindu person like when things like this happen yeah open you know, up the conversation for i have to come and say yo i'm also this." so like what's up with me and i think that's what they are afraid of because even apart from other religions muslims can say, okay, we pray at this time and this time. Are you going to make provisions for us to go and do that? We wear hijabs and things. Are you going to allow us to to kind of do that? Like, so many of the conversations are going to it's going to be allowed. So that I should think, be the idea. I mean, that should be the perfect, that should be the perfect, they should be allowed to do everything, but I know that that is what they are avoiding. Like yeah.
0: We, yeah. I mean, look at our our country, says It's supposed to be a secular state, but everything has ended up being God, 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 yeah. God, Parliamentarians are in, in there talking, and then each of them enacting policies, doing things, they'll be saying God, everything, Bible, there's...
1: And I'm like, religious. So, Ghana is a very <laughs> religious country. That's why, when this LGBT thing came out, I was yeah. not Ghana, because you know Ghanaians are just really concerned. No, but you, you, you say religious, you didn't say Christian.
2: You said Ghana is religious, you didn't say Christian. Whenever we're having an event, we pray. Um, we do the Christian prayer, we do the Muslim prayer, we do the traditional prayer. Don't forget that. So Ghana is religious, but then we embrace all their religions.
1: like with the average Ghanaian, it's better to, for you to belong to a religion than for you to be an atheist. That one, they go the, When you say
0: atheist, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Like, uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we basically learn it from childhood, okay.
0: so yeah. <laughs> Me, mom, they say, it's better to go with whatever your heart says So. Yes, <laughs> and speaking of, also following up on that, we also have the Pentecost Church. With their prison camp and eventually coming up later on to say they are going to take on this environmental project of planting a million trees in the country in two months which is like okay well the first part i was like huh why is a church investing in prison camps like already (laughs) prisons are morally wrong like they are a social like canker basically because if you look at the root cause of why people go into prison You'll find out that it's because certain things don't work. Certain systems don't work. Certain like structures don't work. Yeah. So you end up putting people in a position where they are forced to be, do certain things. And then it ends up like, well, yes, yeah, it's, it's a cycle, right? And then not to speak of the fact that our police or just our security services in general completely disregard due process. They are very abusive they round up people with no actual investigations nothing just based on suspicions and if you're unlucky and you're really poor and you have no one looking out for you where do you go who do you tend to you end up being stuck in the system somewhere and you're stuck in prison for life mm-hmm. so in that case i was linked i was looking at like why is the church contributing to this why isn't the church maybe offering legal clinics or um I don't know, some t- some type of workshops where people can get education after being released from prison or something, you know, like, offer actual help, don't contribute to their ongoing system, you know. <laughs> and I think maybe they, they realize even if they had this tree planting thing planned, before, it did come across, like, a PR kind of cover-up thing, because it was a few days after that I heard that news, right? Oh, yeah, but actually, um, this is not all we are using our money for. We are also going to plant one million trees. Well, okay, (laughs) good job. Should we clap for you or something? But, like, even in the planting of the one million trees, I'm thinking how much research was done? Like, when research is not that common? In in two months. What what
1: is that? What initiative is that? We're planting a, a million trees. What? Is that the best right. social like problem you chose to solve? Even with this prison, like you could have been in a hospital. How about that? How about that? Like, me, when I read this story, I was just like, you know what? I would love to know what this Vision 2023 thing is this possessing <laughs> the nations that that's the Church of Pentacles there. possessing
0: the nation. That's what they said. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> they have. A five-month, a five-year strategic vision of the Church of Pentacles, that possessing the nation—that's already scary. Possessing <laughs> the nation, hey! Yeah. And you started by giving us a prison. I mean, wow. I don't know what they're going for, but I'm a bit taken aback by their decisions. And I think Abi is right. It's like, what are you doing? This prison and this million trees. Like, okay, okay, Church of but Okay. Can
2: I just say that I think that. It's okay. I mean, yes, um the our systems are broken. So, they are still going mm-hmm. to jail people for stealing five CDs, and for stealing a tuber of yam and for, you know, going through someone's farm or whatever yeah, it definitely. is. And people are yes, people are still going to jail and it's like we know that our prisons are overcrowded and the conditions in there are terrible, terrible. And I yeah. feel like this is this is a good facility where People could then be moved to. I understand that it, it then means that we're encouraging the whole system of prison and stuff like that. But then it's. I think they they have like career um things going on in there as well. So they have like yeah. Sports, I can see that they um, have some
1: workshop and things. But come yeah. on, yeah.
2: So you I feel, know, feel like if we don't call around. it a prison, if we don't call it a prison Definitely. or whatever, and then like Abby said, some sort of um what institution for people who have just been. I'll um, come out of jail or something like that. I think, I think the idea is there. Maybe they just didn't go about it right. The same with this tree planting thing. Of course, we need to plant trees, but we don't yeah. just get to plant trees. Two months? Like is it? Is there a there. race? Like, are we running yeah. some sort of marathon or something? You know. Me, you just have to I chill with it. who have you contacted?
1: This this thing eh, you can you can look at. It, you can look at it in the sense that oh I need the Church of Pentacles. They are doing what they can, like it's their money, so they can do what they want to do with it. And they are helping the government and blah blah blah. Like all those points are there, yeah. But come on, like is this the like as a church? Oh, and they're they are quoting talking about eh, God thought we should look after the rest in the should, uh, God said we should think about the in the prison, like we think about race. come on. Like like
0: yeah like, thinking about them is offering to pay them like their bail money to get out Offer- offering to get them lawyers offering to help them set up when they get back out yeah
1: I, mean, I, see, I see stories of pregnant women being carried on um plywood to hospital like you should not go to hospital I me mean, that's all i'm saying i feel like yeah. a prison even the school would have been better a prison
0: yeah they are more pressing needs than building and a prison. Is, like, And even if it's their own money, you're getting this money from your, your, con- your, your kind of saying con- con- congregants. Con- congru- yeah, um, con- <laughs> congregants, <laughs> yes. From your congregants. Yeah, so- and they are part of the larger society. And then you as a church, you're not... You, do churches get tags in Ghana? They don't, right? No. no. So how is it helping the government then? Like, you the amount of money they use for that prison? How much? Ah, Three million and something, is in the article? Three thousand. I was like, What? Hey, girl, you know what? I'm going to get a stress when we still stay on this stage of things because we think we bind them and we cast them. That's the on, Straight <laughs> to their sizzler, it'll be now. Okay, it's Meg
1: V. badass, co host of the show What's the Word with F the D. Where we talk sugar, spice, and everything in between about your favorite musicians and the hot topics in the music industry. We keep it a hundred, a hundred over here. Now to listen, search what's the word on your podcast platforms or go to listen to jcr.com and check out what's the word jobless.
0: So this is like, uh, basically, we are going to be touching on migration today because earlier this week, there was a story about Spain sending back migrants who had crossed over from Morocco, I think, into their country. And I mean, in general, when you read these stories, it's not always that they highlight the people, the migrants who are trying to move away. Um, if they were men, women, or whatever, Until so maybe there's like casualty and then they'll say like this number of people. So we never really get the full picture. But Personally, from like how I got to be in the Netherlands, Mm -hmm. um, I know my family, my like larger, the larger Ghanaian community here. I know a few people who had to go through ways that. I not know, like, rights, pretty much, like, crossing, just oh, yes. doing weird stuff, just trying to get in. And the fact of the matter is people tend to do all these things put their lives are raised, mainly women as well, because it's not just the men, right? Women carry all of this along and try making better lives for themselves. And yeah. these issues are not often addressed. I think the EU is doing a really bad job at handling it in this way. And then it circles back to a whole lot of things, that like, refugees don't just come out of only armed conflict people run away just to survive like it's not always when there's violence that people need to be. on a regular basis if i can't survive in one place i would need to find a way out to survive when i was doing my masters we had one debate on who qualifies to be accepted into the eu when they are looking mm-hmm. for asylum or something and almost everyone in my class was all about yeah but if it's not armed violence then yeah we, we can't send you back and blah blah i'm like no that <laughs> is just cruel when you consider the fact that our states are functioning the way they are because your governments have a hand to play in it. Even with the EU saying they are all human rights, human rights, um, and then working with the migration, whatever, in the Sahel and whatever, there's still insecurity, ongoing insecurity in the Sahel region. So what exactly are you guys doing to help bring peace and stability to Africa? You know, we know you are doing other deals behind as well. Um, And no one is ever really... Well, not know why. Obviously, there are institutions who are looking at how it affects women. But I think the conversation itself has not really had that much. So that is a sizzler on the struggles women face in migration and the dangers they experience. So you guys, opening up. Here's Ginger. Who wants to go first? Let me go. Mm-hmm.
2: I'll just say that I have seen some of these vessels that these people come on and i i I don't i don't even know it's like and do you know what we are doing this only because we are fleeing from our countries because the systems are not working things are not going right and i mean even as it is right now in ghana if someone comes with the opportunity a lot of people would go a lot of people would Yo, risk their I lives to Yo, I see my TL
0: every day. I for left Ghana. I for left, yes. left Ghana. I For left Ghana. Everyone is and ready to
2: leave. Everyone's gonna do anything to leave. You know, we know people are going to Middle East, and we know that they are going to be basically shit on and stuff like that. But it's like it's better than being in this country. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't
0: even want to ask the background to that.
2: <laughs> oh, it's a whole sexual that thing. But anyway to just go <laughs> out yeah i'm sorry but yeah i mean it's like it's like our our country is failing us again it's it's a whole cycle because then these um, countries that have previously colonized us are still like holding on to us even though we are kind of
0: independent
2: from them Mm -hmm. and then it's like so now our systems are not working properly because we are still kind of leaning on to what they have taught us or what they kind of left behind and then uh systems are not working so people are trying to move back to those countries but at the same time those countries don't want us and it's just it's it's just a mess it's really just a mess but it's really unfortunate and i mean of course as a mother you would do anything to protect your family so these women are also fleeing because they want to Mm -hmm. just protect their family. They want to start a new life for themselves and for their kids. You see people with like newborn kids and stuff sitting on these vessels, like open air, like, oh my God, I can't even sit in a little canoe on some small Adar river and imagine Mm -hmm. like a whole ocean. Anyways, Mm -hmm. uh, something, something, something seriously needs to be done. And I feel like, like Abi was saying, these people should have more sympathy. I mean, you know, considering the situation, because, like how do you how do you turn back people who have just like right? return, you know arrived at the border because they came yeah. in Getting their lives as refugees yeah. you
0: don't even consider that
2: yeah something mm. needs to be done but it's really yeah. terrible
0: and i think maybe it can also be the case where the pressure tends to be more on women as well cuz like already on a normal basis the burden of care on women is a lot mm-hmm. like you are supposed to take care of your household. You are supposed to also be part of like financial, economic contributions, blah blah blah.
2: Yeah,
0: it's just too much pressure. We don't, we don't really catch a break. And speaking from the Ghanaian perspective, it's like women just take on way too much. Definitely, like, too, too much. Yeah. way too much. And too much. the Ministry of Gender and Whatnot, they need. I don't know what they are doing, but they need it's to do joke. better it's for us. Like, you know, it's appalling to me that I look at a market circle or um can't and then i'm seeing it the same way as i was when i was a kid like why haven't these marketplaces changed when mainly as women who do this trading and everything when mainly as young girls doing kaya services and stuff like that there. like why aren't you looking at ways to streamline make things I don't know. Yeah. Infrastructure, automation, this, that. Why can't we think ahead? Greed. So great, great. And then they are confused about why people want to leave. But yeah, <laughs> things have gone. <laughs>
1: Migration is something that I I constantly think about because I mean I've I'm fortunate enough not to experience it in any way. Like I've never even been to any other country apart from Ghana. But I have a lot of family members who have like and I know a lot of people who have um, gone to other countries to go and work and stuff like that. And I always see the news and everything. And it's just the truth. Like, the system, especially like when it comes to women, like the system is against us you are at the like you are suffering so you have no choice than to go out like Abi was saying to go out and go and look for something better. That's why this immigration thing like it's not always that they are like I would say just like Abby said like they're not always running away from war. They're just going to better things like to opportunities. That's why even the Those stories, like, I don't even know if this is immigration, but then those stories of like women seeing like applications online, like, oh, maybe like somebody in Dubai wants somebody to come and work. If you have the qualifications, you apply, you go, you are dead. You go, you're having yeah. stuff for your, your, your womb and your things. Like, it's so weird. Like, women go through so many things just to, like everyone was saying, take care of our household because the pressure is a lot. You're, you're not yeah. great. These, these women that even, like, what, what class was saying, going to the Middle East, like, you, it's obvious that they are just going for a better life. And then they go and worse things happen to them because the system is not protecting us like it it has never made sense to me that somebody sees an application online and goes and goes to die like what what's happening like from the person's house uh to that place nothing was able to protect them like it's so weird that people are in people are in the world trying to get visas and things to travel but when it comes to getting the versus die. you even get like this these applications and things when you call the numbers or you email them they'll help you to get all your papers just for you to come to the country and they'll kill you like i don't understand and then also this type of this trump building their world head that, that story was so sad for me like you should you could always see the concentration camps full of children children yeah. I always see videos of these um um these smugglers they go and then they just drop the children over the wall. My question is okay now the children is over the child is um on the other side. What next?
2: They have this a family member on the other side t-
1: <laughs> like because they cut them. They they the children yeah they do they do. They do. Okay they don't care enough to try and reunite you with somebody on even the other side. though they just catch them yeah. and you see them in like concentration camps. And I always wonder, like, what's yeah. going to happen to these Like children? cages and, and stuff, like you. animals. Separation stories. It's so sad, though. It's, it's so sad. These these immigrants, their fam- their families are always separated from them. Oh, women can't find their yeah. children. Like a woman will travel with three kids and only make it with like two or one like yeah. it's so sad it's so sad i feel like the system should be better and you Abby is right like we are leaving the country because you guys came to spoil it for us you came and you came for everything that was good about the country so now we are living
0: to where it's better and you don't want us to come yeah.
2: <laughs> and they keep coming oh. yeah said yes. yeah. a visa
0: matatu, they visa, to, they don't even need visa to our country
2: so i know right the whole, like, no so the whole thing is messed up the whole thing is messed up it's really bad <laughs> guys okay we kind of run a
0: bit off with the what's popping so we are limited on time now we are going to have to cut this conversation on the sizzler short and then head off to shouting out our black star of the week <laughs> so on friday it was announced <laughs> that miss martha amma Pobi, who is the assistant secretary general for africa and the departments of political and peace building affairs And peace operations um no sorry she's now been appointed to this role by the secretary general antonio guterres um so just a quick shout out to miss poby not sure if she'll listen to this podcast (laughs) but yes um maybe also a bit of inspiration for other international relations or international affairs and diplomacy students See, I something really, to look forward to someone as a role model for you guys. Yeah, like, yeah, anytime we do
1: the black stars, especially the older ones, when we do the 16-year-old this and that, one, and I'm a bit jealous. But when we do this it, woman, like, I feel like, yes, like, because sometimes, hey, as a woman, like, you get this feeling where you feel like, hey, so like what am I becoming or what will I become yeah. like am I doing enough? Like there's a lot of pressure, but you see these women and they are in like their forties and fifties and they're like, there are so many great things. And me personally I feel so so inspired. Like I know that there's no a time limit for greatness or for success. Like I know that I will be fifty and I can be like something. So it's really great. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to her. Shout out to her for like, inspiring young girls like me and to her for doing what she's doing. That's literally amazing. Like, I look at her and she's so beautiful. Look at her. She
2: really is. <laughs> such
0: a pleasant yes. smile.
2: No retreats. No
0: surrender.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. So we hope we wish her all the best with her new role and yeah. hopefully some positive outcomes because. Charlie, when it comes to UN and peace building and everything, I mean, it ties on to the whole conversation we've had so far, right? Yeah, oh, everything. Yeah, being that's mess, true. So. Yeah, but Ghana seems to have a good rep when it comes to peace building and the UN. So mm-hmm. let's see where this takes us. And just to round off, I would love to shout out Barbara Intomi, at Barbara Intomi on Twitter, who interacted with us um, after listening to the last episode. I was literally so excited. Like, I was in my room <laughs> when I got that alert. <laughs> And I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh <laughs> my god. Because it was so obvious. she had it. And then she sent a tweet. I was like, oh my yeah. god, this is
2: exciting. Um,
0: so thanks, Barbara, for listening. And put your people on and all of that good stuff. Yes,
2: thank you, Barbara. <laughs> I see the
1: flag beside her name. Wow.
0: We are pro-Palestine in this house. Think, oh, so.
2: And then she has the um, LGBT rights ally. Listen, we love it.
0: We DPS love our allies. We went through.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay,
0: guys. Thanks for hanging out with us for this episode of the Other Room. Make sure to check out previous episodes on Listen to the GCR. No, on Listen to GCR Yeah. And also <laughs> check us out on Instagram and Twitter at GCRTheOtherRoom the Other Room or DCR tour. And we will catch you same time next couple of weeks with a playlist in between uh, posting. So look out for that. Hopefully, we won't disappoint you. Yeah. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. <laughs> hey, Ghana's next top module. I hope that's And it's this series, so, like, every day is a new post. <laughs> Sis, stepping on our neck. <laughs> Not be small (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think the countdown is done right so you're okay Yeah